is up in a circle. It is Wednesday. It is hump day. I hope everybody has been having a good week. I know I missed last episode, but I was in Puerto Rico getting my tan on, doing hey. a lot of <laughs> Go ahead, getting your what? It's what I was, to do. I was getting a tan. I was doing a lot of activities. I was hitting up the beaches. I was doing so much. It was the best trip I've ever been on. <laughs> yeah, my girl came back with with braids, everything, yeah. looking real, real Caribbean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hell yeah, I'm going back, looking like I just came from Tropical Island. Yes, it was <laughs> the best experience ever. I wish I had sent pictures beforehand so that way you can post it, but it was the best experience. It's alright, I saw a couple. I mean, you know what? If you're not following Michelle and watching her page, you better follow her right now. You could have seen some nice pictures. Yeah, yes. for sure. <laughs> so how was it? What did you do over there? Like, what were some things? So uh, we ended up going to, like, the city, and then we did, like, hiking, caving. I jumped off a rock, like, 130 feet down. Into like, a cliff cave. driving? Yeah, like... Into a cave where there was like bats and stuff. It was kind of scary, but wow. I was fun. <laughs> so it was cool. I had a really good time. I had like an ice cream. I had corn ice cream. Like it was the best ice cream that I've ever tasted. That was corn. Corn ice cream, like a like a corn, like like corn on the cob, but with ice cream. Or what do you mean? No, so it's like an ice cream itself, and then they added like corn into it and stuff. Oh. Uh, flavors. They had rice and beans. They had um rice and sachichas. Okay, I did that. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> they had different kinds of things. It was cool. Nice. I'm over here trying to find a hat. But no, that's cool. I that's how how was it? How would you rate it out of one to ten? Like, do you recommend people trying it? Because I've never heard of corn ice cream. Listen, it was a ten. I'm yeah. telling you, it was a 10. It was, it's a spot that's really um, well, like, known. Okay. Um, a lot of people visited. Or once, as soon as you walk in, there's so much, like, there's probably, like, three walls full of pictures of celebrities that came and went and t tasted out the, the ice cream and stuff. They went on the news. They've been around for a long time. It was, it was amazing. Nice. Wow, that's cool. Now that, now I got something to try. I've tried yeah. fried ice cream. Have you tried fried, fried ice cream? Oh, I love fried ice cream. Yes. I remember the first time I went to, I went to go get sushi and I saw it on the menu and I'm like, fried ice cream? Like, how is that possible? Because this ice cream is really cold and to fry it, it'll just melt. But no, yeah. it was so good. It was like, you know what it reminds me kind of? You know, have you ever been to like, after hanging out with your friends and you're feeling some type of way after the club and you go to McDonald's, have you ever gotten like an ice cream, like the, the ice cream, but in a cup and then get fries and dip it in there and eat it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep. That's the best. I don't know why. I don't know how I started trying that or who thought about it, but that would yeah. be hitting the spot sometimes, especially, like, um, you know, on your way home or anything like that. But, yeah, it's pretty good. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit because it has, like, a little fried crunch to it, but it's, like, still cold. Yeah. I don't know what type of um, fried ice cream you had, but my favorite fried ice cream is from Nara's Lounge. Mm. From Mara's Lounge and some other Mexican restaurant that I went to, they um instead of like having d like dough 
or batter, like dipped in batter and stuff and then frying it. It's actually like kind of like frosted flakes. Okay. Wrapped in frosted flakes and then they have like um, caramel and hot chocolate on top. So good. Wow. See, I didn't get all fancy like that. Mine was just like a, a fried ball and you cut it and it was just like ice cream inside. But yeah, yeah. caramel, hot fudge. What is this? What kind of cheap place did I go to? <laughs> I went to somebody's backyard and just somebody made it, you know? Oh, God, no. no. But uh, no, I went, actually went to the east side. I went to the east side for that. Oh, nice. So yeah, I I actually been in Nara, um, you know, for some hookah, hanging out with friends and stuff like that. But I've never, like, I don't think I've ever, no, I never had fried ice cream there. And I have ate there before. Yeah. But. I Nara's before it was the way Nara is now. Like, Nara used to be just tables. Like, if it was a regular restaurant, you can still smoke hookah, but it was just, like, a regular restaurant. And then they would have belly dancers coming around certain days and stuff. Mm. Just dancing. And now it's, like, it looks like a lounge. Nope. Nope. Not like a lounge. I actually, um on Thayer Street, they had, like, a place where they had belly dancers, like, just walking around while you were, like, sitting at a table. They were just, like... Kind of like waiters and stuff. They were just belly dancing. I'm like, oh, look at this. This is kind of cool. Um, yeah. So that was nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. I definitely got to try that. Fried ice cream with like caramel, hot fudge, or even that corn ice cream. Now I'm definitely curious. Somebody around here better make that because I definitely want to try it. I don't think, I don't think, I, I think. Honestly, when I was eating that ice cream, I was just thinking how much time and all the fla- looking at all the flavors. I'm like, they had garlic ice cream. What? Garlic ice. <laughs> it was crazy. Like I have a picture. I should have sent it to you. Maybe next episode we can post it. I have a picture of all the different types of ice creams that they had. It was it was crazy. It was like, how did they put rice and beans into this ice cream? Like. <laughs> They're like, you know what, for my, for my Spanish people that are diehard Spanish people and they have to have rice and beans every single day, yes. here's your ice cream. Here's your ice cream yeah. for you. So you yeah. feel at home, you feel comfortable. Yeah, the city that I got it in was in Lattice, Puerto Rico. It's L-A-D-E-S, I believe. That's how you spell it. Probably not. Mm. Uh, Lattice, Puerto Rico. I have to try it out. So, yeah, before we get into um, how my weekend was and stuff, let's see the comments because we see uh, Ashley's over here. What's up, Ashley? <laughs> she said, um, great hairstyle, Michelle. I'm so happy that you made it back home safe. She also wrote, um, do you know you can cliff, you can cliff dive in Gainesville, Florida? Okay, I definitely gotta go there. Oh, yeah. I haven't clicked. I, 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 I just slapped the phone right out of the table. <laughs> you're like, shit, <laughs> I wasn't done talking about myself. What do you mean you're gonna move on? <laughs> I wasn't done telling you about my damn song, about my damn weekend. What do you mean we're gonna move on? Oh, Boom. God, if, when we see that <laughs> again, you're, all you're gonna see is like. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did see it. But you know what? Show business. The show must go on. So I saw her. I was like, okay, well, she can still hear me. So I'll just keep going. I don't know what malfunctions going on over there, but uh, I'm sure I should get it together. <laughs> oh. 
But uh, but yeah. So um, Ashley was saying, you know, they can cliff di- there's cliff diving in Gainesville, Florida. Nice. Maybe I'll go there when I go visit um Orlando or Kissimmee. I'm not sure how far uh Gainesville is in Florida from there, but I'll uh I'll check it out. Um, yeah. So my weekend. Um, it's been. I've been really busy lately, uh, with meetings and stuff like that. Um, yeah, hung out, did the same thing. Wasn't it? Was it this weekend that was like really, really raining, really bad, or was that? I was in Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's right. I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> Honestly, I do. I'm like always on the go. That my days blend in, and I'm like, it was raining yesterday. But was it really raining this weekend as well? I don't remember. <laughs> Um, I obviously, I know, honestly, I have been, um, door knocking. So I know that's definitely something that I definitely did do on Saturday. I think I went to Massachusetts for one of the days and I just, um, hung out. Um, they made food and you know, it was pretty chill, but yesterday, um, obviously whoever knows, I know, you know, um, the, uh, Rhode Island primaries were yesterday. So I spent all day yesterday from 7 a.m. all the way till 8 p.m. out there on my feet just talking to people. Just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Just want to get to, like, put my name out there. So um, a question that I have been getting, I did want to mention this because I know Ashley just asked me before we came on, was um, how did how did my results go yesterday? So um i know i posted this a couple times but i'm not i'm not in the primary so I, yesterday i was not on the ballot um i'll be in the november ballot which is um the general the general uh, election so the primary basically is um if you have like four candidates running for democrats four candidates running for republican those within the party that's what the primary is in the primary people select which one of that democratic which one of those Democratic candidates will face off against the Republican winner in November? So the, the uh, primaries is basically just everybody from each party, just everybody with going going against, not going against each other, not going against each other, but competing with one another within the party for who's going to be the nominee for that particular seat. Um, I don't have anybody. That I'm going against. I am going as an independent, so I go right into the um, general election. But um, yeah, no, it was good. Honestly, I, I standing out there, it, it seemed like a long time when you say seven to seven to eight. But honestly, it goes by so fast. Like you stand there and you're like, oh shit, like it's already. I mean, oh shoot, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I'm trying to be more politically correct because I don't know who's watching and who's gonna try to use something. I say. Uh, on me against against me but uh oh shoot i said oh shoot <laughs> but uh nah um i had a tent over the car because it was pouring like crazy i'm not sure when you got here did you get here yesterday no i got here on sunday you're here sunday oh so you saw the rain uh yes yesterday was uh, I... yesterday you were what yeah i saw the rain yesterday it was coming in it it was coming in and out for for if you were outside it was kind of like bad it was like damn i don't want to get wet or anything like that but i had a big tent over my car so anytime it rained i just pulled it out and i was just standing behind my trunk with my sign i think i i don't know if i sent it to you but i'll show you the picture um but yeah i would push it in and stuff and it was nice a lot of people were excited knowing that there was somebody else running because um 
uh, the incumbent, the person I'm running against, is going on has been going unopposed. So they're they're happy to see somebody else uh, throw their throw their name in the ha- on the thing and and go for yeah. it. Um, but a funny thing is, I was sitting right next to my sign. You're gonna see my picture, and something I posted is this guy came right up to me and was like, he was writing on a business card, and he goes, "Here, can you give this to?" Well, he said Yvonne. Which I didn't correct him because I was shocked. Because <laughs> I was like, first, you don't recognize that it's me, and you call me Yvonne. So he was like, uh, he was like, here, give this to Yvonne. Tell him, tell him to contact me. I want to help him with his campaign. And I'm like, is he talking to me? <laughs> Who is he talking to? Because I'm pretty sure I looked at the picture in the, in the on the thing, but I just went with it. I was like, all right. I took it and I uh, yeah put it in my pocket. I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give it to him. But um, yeah, it was very weird. I'm like, either he wasn't paying attention, who who actually was there, and was just like giving it to me. But yeah, um, it was good. Honestly, something I will say, it was kind of a little disappointing. Like you would expect to see a lot of people come out and vote, and a lot of people didn't come out and vote. It was like I would be sitting there for like a long time, and I'm like, where is everybody? And I was every time somebody left the voting booth, I would like call your family, tell them to get over here, and tell them tell them to start voting. And then some of them would tell me. What I hear also when I knock on doors is people saying, oh, like my vote doesn't doesn't matter. Why am I going to vote and all that? I'm like, you know what? Your vote doesn't matter because um, your vote doesn't matter if you don't vote. You know, if you think about it, if you and five other people are thinking the same way, too, that's six votes that are not being counted that could make a difference in, in anything. You know, so, yeah, your vote doesn't count when you don't vote. You have to make sure to vote. You have to make sure you, you know, get involved because. That's how we get politicians that stay in there and stay in there for a long time because they already have the people that voted for them, the people that already know them. So they're going to keep voting for the same person because it's, it's name recognition. So yeah. we got to get out there and vote. We got we to gotta do something different. Yeah, but, I heard that. Today at work, they mentioned that someone at my job ran for something um, and he won and he won by 43 votes. Ooh, that's close. I think that's that's in within the margin of error. So, somebody with only forty three a forty three vote lead can ask for a, somebody that's behind by forty three points can probably ask for a recount. I know it was. I looked at the board of election website because I was trying to see like who won and who lost. Some disappointing. Like I was like, oh man, I really like this person. I wanted that person to win, but um, yeah, I was like. Yeah, but yeah, you can all you can see that all in the state of state of um Secretary of State website, um, and I saw it, and you can already see the number of candidates that have already been challenging and say, hey, I want to recount, we don't recount, so I don't know. But um, somebody from my so somebody confused me with somebody else because this this there was a lot of upsets in the in the I I would say in the Democratic Party because they had a lot of people running, but some people that were in office for thirty years got bumped out by like new candidates. It was wow. like, wow, like this person. So at my job where I work, somebody came up to me. They were like, hey, like, I heard you beat this person that was running for that has been in office for 30, 30, um, 30 years. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I was there, but I wasn't part of it. They were like, yeah, they said somebody that works at this school. And I'm like, that wasn't me. And I'm like, it was this person because I, I know who the person was. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of new changes. I mean, I like it regardless of the person that won. That I kind of am kind of like, Ugh, it doesn't really matter to me. But it's good to see that you're getting new faces in there. Um, you know, 
one thing I'm always saying is like we got to get a lot of these older politicians out that have been there for too long and get new new voices. I actually had an interview. So actually, if you check my page, I actually had an interview recently. I went to a little event for um for somebody running for governor, and another podcast was there. Um, reality. You can check it on my Facebook page. Um, I, I have seen this podcast before, but he was like, "Hey, can we do an interview really quick?" And I'm like. I'm rusty. I've never done an interview like this before. I'm like, I don't want to like do it right now and be like all messed up. He's like, don't worry about it. It'll be cool. So if you want to check out the interview, check out my Facebook page. It's on there. It's the Ray Reality Podcast um, that had me on. So, but it, yeah, um, that's that. I think that's that. That thing pretty much wraps up our weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, yeah, some some some. Spicy things have been going on because, oh, like Michelle, I wasn't on last week either because I got out of a meeting late and it was going to be too late for me to set everything up. But in some sad news for people that care, people in England, um, the queen has fallen. The queen is, the queen is, uh, yeah, the queen has passed. The queen has died. I don't know what the nice way of saying it would be but yeah so on thursday um the queen passed so queen elizabeth ii the monarch of the united kingdom and head of the commonwealth has died at the age of 96 the queen died on thursday as members of her immediate family rushed to her side including her son and heir um prince charles he stated, they stated, the queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The statement read, the king and the queen concert with remains, will remain at the Balmore, Balmore Moral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. So, yeah. My condolences to the family. I mean, I'm only uh, speaking on this because it's what's news. Not that I follow her, not that I cared for her i mean obviously it's sad when everybody when somebody dies but um yeah our condolences from the inner circle to the queen now we got now we got king now we got king uh king charles which i'm hearing already people are not a fan of people are already saying it's gonna be a shit show over there but i don't know we'll see do you have any feeling about it no we don't know them <laughs> <laughs> uh we don't know them but <laughs> to live 96 years old kudos to her and you know she put up a good fight and you know she did a lot for her country so yeah kudos to you i mean she was there for a long time i mean 90 something and she was I've, i i would still see her at like parades and everything standing up and i'm like God, you're 96. You're still standing up and waving. Like, I would have been like, you know how old people get grouchy and stuff? Yep. Take me out of this effing thing. <laughs> get me inside. You know, something like that. But I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, did you hear about, um, did you, uh, uh, so something that I was going through my social media and stuff and something that I saw that was kind of very disturbing that I was like, what is going on over there in California? So in California, a woman was beheaded in broad daylight out in 
out right outside her house, like not too far from her house, she was beheaded uh, by her boyfriend um, at the time, obviously. But um, yeah, so a a man stabbed and killed a woman Thursday on on the street outside of her North Car- California apartment in front of bystanders. Authorities said, and the suspect was arrested near the crime scene. Local local media reported that the woman was beheaded by a sword in the attack outside the apartment where she lived with her two children. Oof, crazy! What the is going? Be- huh? To be beheaded? That's crazy i'm saying to be beheaded that's like that's not like something that you see normally like in the united states somebody doing to somebody um it's i think it's, about alice in wonderland i think it's alice in the wonderland where the lady's like off with their heads off with their heads <laughs> <laughs> i said that one time in a statement to somebody but i was joking but i was like yes um when you do me wrong it's off with his head <laughs> but uh yeah no but honestly when i heard about that i'm like what is this afghanistan what is this like al-qaeda is this like isis the only time i've heard of somebody being beheaded like i don't know maybe the news isn't covering anything like that but it's over there in like the middle east That's crazy. so uh Karina Castro, which I believe that's the female's name. Karina Castro's family said the suspect, which is the father of her one-year-old daughter, is diagnosed with schizophrenia, whose behavior would swing wildly depending on his balance of medication. And I did read on something like that. The guy's defense lawyer are trying to... to, um, you get psychiatric help for him. I guess they're trying to maybe avoid like going to a regular prison and prison time and just put him like in a psychiatric ward. Yeah. But I did watch the um the dad's interview. I don't want to play it on here because I don't know when we're gonna get banned because I know one episode is not even showing up anymore because we got cut off when we played that uh Wendy's for Netflix. So yeah, but um the dad was saying basically like he said he was numb. He said I don't even I don't even feel anything right now. He's like that's how unshock I am. And the thing that sucks too is that the kids were taken in custody by DCYF. So it was like not only like the family not grieving together, like the kids are like somewhere without somebody that they recognize, like knowing that their mother just got beheaded. Like the last thing they need is to be separated from their family, like their comfort and people that they actually know like loves them. Like you have them with strangers. So we also got to think about the kids as well. So I hope the kids are. I haven't. Right up on the most recent report, but I hope the kids are back with their family. But yeah, but the dad was the dad was basically saying like he felt numb. He said he doesn't feel anything, but he does. He is advocating for this person to get the death penalty. He's like somebody like this needs to get the death penalty. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like that's that, like how do you behead somebody, another human being? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but um, yeah. To, to actually physically do it and you did it with a sword because it's not going to be like hacha. it's not going to be like in the movies where you just do one, sli- one slice and the, the head starts rolling around I'm pretty sure you got to like chop at it or something or you know it's not and the fact that you're doing it in broad daylight like how many bystanders did you traumatize because not only is the family traumatized but those bystanders saw what was going on I'm pretty sure they were like in shock just standing there like what the hell is going on you know 
I don't know. My condolences to the family, to everybody involved, to those kids especially, those kids that don't know what's going on and are trying to figure out what's happening. But um Yeah, it's it's not it's not a good um not a good scene for the kids. They post a domestic violence line. If any going through any domestic violence in their lives. Yes. Let's you know what? Let's look that up real quick. You know what? I should I should have had that. I know when a couple of years back I was going through my own domestic violence situation. Never would have thought that I would have been going through a domestic violence situation, but I did, and it happens to a lot of people, no matter who you are. And um, just having that support and knowing that there's other people that went through the situation and learning how they got to deal with the situation and anything helps your situation on how to deal with what you're going through helps. So definitely reach out for some help. And if people think that, you know, like, I don't want to reach out because I don't want them to know my business. Or I don't want to reach out because I'm afraid of what they're going to think of me or judge me. Like, they're not going to judge you at all. They're going to do their best to give you the appropriate resources that you guys need in order to move on from the situation and have a better life than what you're currently in. Yes, definitely. Don't be afraid to speak. And even when you feel like you're by yourself and nobody's there to help you, there is always somebody there listening. You know, I, I know there's some situations where maybe you feel like you've given hints to people or like family members and it's just like, oh, whatever, you know, it is what it is. Like, because a lot of people brush it off. I was like, oh, you guys love each other. It doesn't matter. No, like anytime somebody puts their hands on you, it's, it's just it could always lead to something else. So you never... You never allow it the first time, so it doesn't happen the second or the third or the fourth time. After, yeah, you you can't let yourself get disrespected or it keeps happening. But um, yeah, I put the I put the domestic violence hotline number on the screen one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. For those people listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio, you know all the other audio <laughs> podcasts that we're on. But uh, one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three is the uh, hotline number for anybody going through domestic violence. Um, nobody's nobody's alone in this. And trust me, there's a lot of people that have gone through this, so don't feel alone. And when you call, you can remain anonymous, I I believe. Um, maybe at some point, I'm pretty sure there's some dis, uh, discretion when you call, you know. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out to somebody. And I'm sorry to hear that, Michelle. I know, I don't, I... I don't want to bring it up, but I kind of know of the situation. But and I know that, you know, you've you've been a strong woman and you're still a strong woman. So, um, you know, I'm glad of the your growth and your you've been out of that situation and, you know, you're doing good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm living my best life now. Yeah, hell yeah, my girl is traveling. My girl got a calendar just for her trips. She's like, I'm going here, there. I'm going this, there. I'm going in November to Florida. I'm going here and there. It's like, my girl's doing her thing. So, see, there's always a positive outcome to everything. You're never stuck in a negative situation. Um, So, yeah. Um, Savannah says, thank you for the information, Ivan. Um, She says, I'm proud of you, Michelle. Yes, we are all proud. Michelle is a strong when I when I when I say Michelle is a strong female is because 
and I've always said this before, and I'm pretty sure you're here, and, I, and I'm not trying to like to your horn or embarrass you because I'm talking about you or anything like that. But something I've always said, even from before, is uh, one of the things I like look like that I look in like look up to you on is that how strong you are, the things that you've been through, and the things that you've been able to overcome. You're you're a great mother to your son. And you can see it on his way, the way he behaves and the way he mannerisms. Like, he's a really good kid. So, that's all to you. So, I'm glad that you are out of that situation and doing a lot better. And just like Michelle, everybody else can do it as well. So, you're never alone. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> on a more positive, let's switch it up a little bit real quick. Did you, um, did you hear, oh, I mean, did you hear, everybody's heard about the new... Little Mermaid remake, or not remake, but the live action version of um, the Little Mermaid. I did, Has... and I heard that people are not so happy about it because the character that they chose and how it looks, and it's like, you know, it's a live. It's the first live video, mm. just like the movie. I don't even know if it came out. I feel like it did came out. I know on Disney Plus it was showing the trailer of the Pinocchio movie. Mm. I don't know if it actually came out or it's going to come out this week at some point. Uh, the movie Pinocchio? Uh, yeah. It came out already. <laughs> we can talk about that as well because I watched it. But go ahead. I'm definitely going to like, I'm going to see if we can watch it. Like me and the family can watch it today after this podcast. But Yeah. It's a live video, like, you know, this is the first time they're doing a live video, like, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, <clears throat> honestly, I, yeah, you can't really be judgmental on, like, a teaser. A teaser only shows you, like, a tiny, tiny bit of what what it actually looks like, you know? And, I mean, I haven't personally seen anybody on my on my end, on my, like, social media platforms or anything like that criticizing the fact that it's because of her color skin yeah I, I did see somebody else post memes that people were posting about it um but um yeah i never paid attention to those people because those people are just haters and with haters you can't convince them otherwise you just gotta let them be haters so i don't really pay attention to it i think she looks beautiful i think she's gonna do a, a great job and if you heard like her vocals when she was singing the song i think I think she sounds like her. And then I, after watching the trailer, I started listening, like watching like other songs that she sang. Um, I know she sang um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight at like a Disney event or something like that. She sounds yeah. like a, she sounds like a like a princess or like her voice is very like angelic, very like cartoon, not cartoonish, but how you would expect like a princess or anything like that to have the voice. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you haven't watched the trailer, definitely watch it. Um, I think I think it's great. I think she's a great pick. I saw pictures of her like, like normal, and I'm like, I can see that being Ariel. Like, just her face looks something like. Not saying that her face looks like she would be a mermaid, a mermaid, but I don't know. It's just like something about her. Like, I can see why they picked her. Yeah. So let's see what anybody else is saying in the comments. Um. She said, give her flowers. I saw the trailer for this movie, especially when it was premiered on D23 this past weekend. Savannah says, I applaud Hollywood for extending roles 
extending roles for Caucasian actors and actresses and opening it up for whoever likes whoever like Brandy for Cinderella. Yes. Like Ivan would be my Prince Charming. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You have to pick up. You know, you have to like video camera me from like the waist up. <laughs> so I can sit on a, I can sit on a stool or something and be like, who the hell is this midget? You ain't no prince. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, uh, but yeah, um, no, I, I, uh, I, um, I don't know. I like it. I like her. I'm not really familiar in who they picked as the prince, but, um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see her as a live version. I'm excited to see the storyline they pick. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So with the Pinocchio one, now that we're talking about the Pinocchio one, I did see the Pinocchio one. So the Pinocchio one, I, what they did is they, huh? Plus. Yeah, on Disney Plus, I'll talk to you after. <laughs> I'll give it all a call. I'm kidding. Anybody watching? I was kidding. What happened? I have Disney Plus. That's where I watch um, She-Hulk from. Yeah. I've been watching She-Hulk. Ooh, um, okay. We'll talk about She-Hulk after Pinocchio really quick. So, Pinocchio, what they did is they, they stayed true to the cartoon. They, they didn't try to like recreate the story they follow like when you watch it you're like oh i remember this in the cartoon like they did exactly that um obviously since it's a movie they added a little a little bit more to, to make it a a movie movie but basically the concept of it is pretty much what it is the only thing that you don't well i don't want to tell you but the only thing is that the ending is a little different than the cartoon yeah like the way they yeah. end it huh <laughs> don't tell me yeah I'm yeah gonna, no. I no, I'm not gonna tell you, but I, 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 I think I think it was good. A lot of people are criticizing it, but I feel like everybody's gonna criticize it no matter what you do. Whether you do a good job or a bad job, they're gonna criticize it. I personally think thought it was a good movie. I think they did a good job. I think Tom Hanks did a good job. I think the cricket did a good job. Um, Geppetto. But yeah. So I'm excited for you to watch it. You definitely have to let me know what you think think about it once you see it. <laughs> He said, my friend could be Pinocchio. His nose looks like a bell pepper. I can't. Oh, my God. Are you talking about, about me? I... <laughs> Give me two seconds. Okay. I got a long nose, so, you know, that could be me. I could definitely play Pinocchio. You just have to add the extensions uh, when I'm telling a lie, but I definitely got a pepper, a bell pepper nose. Um. But yeah, I don't know anybody else who hasn't watched it. I think it. I think it's good. I think another one. Oh, we talked about it two weeks ago. Hellraiser with all these movies coming up. Um, I will be performing at Six Flags New England on Sunday. Nice. Look at, look at my girl Savannah. Savannah doing big moves out there in New England. I'm telling you, don't sleep on her. You gotta follow her page. Follow Savannah. Savannah Rose Rivera Amori. Amori. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm excited. I did go see one of her performances um, when she came down to Providence. Um, she invited me to go, and I had a good time. Had a good time. We had a drink. Uh, I believe it was a kamikaze that you had. But, um, yeah, it was a good time. Looking forward. I know you're going to go out there. You're going to kill it. Everyone's going to be excited. Um, you're going to do a good job. But, um, yeah. 
Good luck. What about you guys? Are you guys excited to watch the Pinocchio movie? Have you guys seen it? Or are you guys looking forward to the um, Little Mermaid? The only thing that sucks is that it's coming out in May of next year. So it's like almost a whole year. I was crunked. <laughs> nah, you did a good job. I saw you. She was... Savannah, Savannah was... Savannah was... Uh, Savannah was... um. Sitting on the stage, just like dancing on live, showing everybody what, what she was doing, having a good time. But uh, yeah, no, it was a good time. I haven't forgotten her. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, I can't see that happening. I, I wouldn't want to be that high up there. Too much responsibility. I don't know. Too much of a even thought process right now. <laughs> just doing everything going on. Jeez. So now you say that, talk back about it. Just running in our district, because my district's pretty small when I'm when I'm running in. Even that is like hard work. I honestly take my hat off for these people running because even for like governor. So really quick, be while Michelle's away. When you run for state representative, you have to get at least fifty people from your community to support um to support you running for that position. To run for governor, you have to have a thousand. I think it's a thousand people. Yeah, I think it's a thousand. I know one of them is like 500. But you got to get a thousand people. A thousand people to sign a paper for you. So it's like... Yeah, it's, and the thing with that too is a lot of people are not very knowledgeable on that. So even when I want to go out to go get my signatures, I would tell people, hey, like it would... Uh, I would tell them what I was doing. They're like, "All right, yeah, I'll support you." They're like, they'd be like, "Yeah, I'll support you when the um, when the election comes." And I'm like, "All right, but I need you to sign this saying that you want to see me on the ballot." And then, <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh yeah, no, you got my support. I'll vote for you when when it comes on the ballot." And I'm like, "Bro, I need you to sign here so I can be on the ballot, so then you can vote for me." But I don't know. A lot of people don't don't understand the concept of how things go. Let's go. You know when I move when I move to Florida, I'm definitely you know. Eventually, I'll end up over there. Maybe I'll end up. Hey, maybe a uh, governor in Florida, but <laughs> I feel like that'll be my. I don't know. Somewhere warm is gonna be my destination, cause I don't want to be old, living in snow and dealing with it. I don't even like it now. So imagine when I'm older and can't really do much. Um, yeah, no. I think I need to be somewhere hot. Where I can just go in the water anytime I want. Enjoy my retirement life. Chill back. Drinking some apple juice. Uh, cranberry juice. And um, yeah. And um, go from there. So, but um, yeah. So, let's see. Talk a little bit more about my, if you go to the Key, Key West, if you come. Oh, you guys can see my knee. <laughs> Um, go to the Key West if you come to Florida. Yes, maybe. Maybe I'll check it out. I've never been there. I've only been to Orlando, Kissimmee, Miami. But, um, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'm not really sure. I know Key West is by the by the beach. I will come campaign for you with gin. Hold the gin. I'll have the gin ready for you. I'll bring the gin. You let me campaign. I'll be like, here you go. Here's a whole bottle of gin to yourself. But 
Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> sips, little sips, baby sips. Oh, what's up, Michelle? You're muted. Oh, sorry. I go inside and I come out and I'm like, I'm glad I went inside at the right time because it sound it smells like a skunk came by. <laughs> oh wow. In the smell. Good thing. See, that was, that was, that was the spirit <laughs> telling you, Michelle, you're gonna get sprayed. Go inside. <laughs> did you check the Did you check the stove? Did you check the stove? You know when you have that mind in your thing, you're like, damn, I did I leave something on? And you go check. That was your cautious trying to get you inside. Be like, you left something on, Michelle. Go inside and check right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Key West is a big. Big party city in Florida and beaches all over the place. Nice sunset and music. Nice. I mean, I'm not really a party person. I know I might look like it. Or I might act like I'm a big party person, but no, <laughs> not really a party person. Yeah, I would consider someone a party person that they go out every single weekend. Like, yeah, uh, -uh. hey, even people that look like they don't party or even people that are constantly working and never go out. They do deserve a time to go out, you know? So when you see them outside, let them be outside. Like, it's cool. <laughs> For real. For real. One thing I always say is, if I'm out giving a good time, don't disturb my peace of mind. Because I just work yeah. a lot of hours. Let me just enjoy my time. Like, don't start no trouble. I'm not trying to have a fight. I'm not trying to argue. I'm just trying to enjoy the music, you know? Chill. But yeah, but there are people that go like every weekend. They're like, oh, we got to go. And it's like, for what? Like, I'll go there like... I'll go out like once a month and I'll see the same people out. It's like, I, I bet you this person's been coming out every single weekend. Like, this person is still here again. They have the same music, everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's see. Um, I can make great pina coladas. Okay. All right. We'll have to invite you next on one of our parties. You're going to chat it out. The coladas. Although, I did have pina colada, but it reminds me that in Puerto Rico... Me and my boyfriend was climbing legitimate climbing trees and getting coconuts out of the trees, opening them up and putting rum inside the coconuts. And oh. just like I felt so proud that we like climbed and got these coconuts and opened up these coconuts using whatever resources we had, a rock, whatever it is, and probably opening it up and putting rum in it. I was so like it felt great. <laughs> That's so dope. That's like so cool. You're getting like, you're getting, you can't get any purer than co coconut flavor than that. Yes, it was good. It was great. Yeah. Um, I only go out when I'm booked. Yup. There you go, Savannah. Let them know. I only, I, if you want me out, I need to be booked. I need to see, I need to see something coming. You know, you need to talk to my accountant. You need to let me know how much I'm getting paid. Let them know that your time is valuable. I think I think a skunk came by again or something. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Savannah says I love music. Yes, I love music too. Music is one thing that I I love love music. That's why I like going to music music because it's just like music and you just vibe. It's like November is gonna be fun. It's always fun. I have the hardest time time opening coconuts. I think you gotta bang it like against a rock or something. I've seen like. Um, monkeys do it and stuff, and yeah, I don't know. Not a monkey, but <laughs> <laughs> but 
I found, well, we were trying to get coconut, more coconuts off the tree, so we were using the coconut that we had at hand. So whenever we did use that coconut, it would fall floor and crack open. We'll, mm. like, hurry up and, like, drink the coconut. But the other coconuts that we had, we went, we took a fair this island in Puerto Rico. It's called Vieques. So if anybody ever goes to Puerto Rico, definitely check out Vieques. It's an island. There's two islands. There's Culebra and there's Vieques. Culebra has the um, top 10 most famous beaches in the world. It's called Flamingo Beach. Um, definitely visit there, but definitely visit Vieques. Um, rent out a golf cart because that was like the most funnest experience I've ever had where I was like just driving around the golf cart around the whole like island and my boyfriend was driving too. There's wild horses all over the place. No matter oh. what you all over the place. Um, they do belong to certain people, but they just let them free and whatever. Um, but when you go to Vieques, um, check out the beaches. There's a lot of beaches that are so beautiful that you're probably the only one that's going to be there. And it's just such an amazing experience being there. Uh, but yeah, we opened up the coconut in Vieques in one of the beaches. There was like this like little cement. I don't know. It kind of looked like a slide going to the water, but it wasn't. It looked like an old like lifeguard where the lifeguards used to sit. Mm. They it had like metal pieces coming out of it, like metal tubes. So we used those metal tubes to like cut the um, coconut open. And it made a purpose, a perfect circle into the coconut. So ah. use your resource. <laughs> yes. Hey, our ancestors survived somehow. They didn't have all these tools that we had. Figure it out. They figured it out. We got to figure it out. We got more tools than they did. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, I had Spanish food yesterday: rice and beans, cube steaks, cube steaks with gravy, mango juice. Look at that! Where'd you go? Oh, that's that sounds good. That sounds good. I'm think picturing in my head. I'm like, damn, I want some of that right now too. Right. Elle said, uh oh, Ivan sees monkeys now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, and other news. So, did you hear about Providence? Well, we're in Providence. I know there's some people in Florida watching, and we have uh, some people elsewhere. But in Providence, Michelle, did you hear about that brawl in the Spanish nightclub in Providence? I've heard about it. I have not gotten the time to actually look into it. Um, surprisingly, my boyfriend, out of everybody that he doesn't really like look into stuff, it's always me like saying, hey, like this happened. And hey, like sending him screenshots. But he sent me a screenshot this time around talking about, hey, look at <laughs> But I didn't get the chance to actually click on it and stuff. I, I've been busy. I started a new job on Monday. So. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> No, that's awesome. I I do know where you're working at, but yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Hey, all right. So let's let's watch this this little clip really quick. Um, so wait, let me give you guys a little back background on it. So, um, <clears throat> Providence, Rhode Island arrested a man in possession of a ghost gun outside of a club, a club on Broad Street. Police said they found the gun on 20 year old Alexander Bogos Serda. When he broke up a fight between three men, three men outside Misueño Disco Club on Sunday. Um, 
So uh, 12 News obtained a video of the brawl inside the club where people are seen throwing beer bottles, chairs, and food. It is unclear if the fight in the video is the same as the one that happened outside the club. So, yeah. And a ghost, for anybody does not know what a ghost gun is, a ghost gun is a gun that's not registered. Yes, a gun, is, isn't it one that they also can make at home or it's like homemade or something like that? Yeah, and it, like a gun, a gun that's not registered, yeah. Yeah, so we'll watch a little clip of it on the... Um, on the screen right now <laughs> but um yeah so check it out it, go, it goes pretty crazy i swear i looked at the video and i'm like i recognize who is that i know who that is i gotta slow it down and watch it but uh yeah it's uh chairs yep look brawl Chairs, kicks. You just ruin it for everybody else that's there. It's like, take that. Take that gatherance outside. Like, inside. Like, chairs, bottles. People throwing bottles at each other. You know what? This is why I don't go out. This is why I don't go out. Because you out there thinking you're dancing, merengue. All of a sudden, you got a bottle in the back of the head. You're like, what is going on? And there's people brawling right there. It's like, bro, I'm just trying to have a good time. What's going on? But yeah, it gets it gets, it gets, gets hectic. It gets crazy. What? I think you're gonna tell me about something that happened somewhere else, but that happened here? That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, oh my god, like, that's why Broad Street's dangerous. Like, well, there's just a lot going on in Broad Street. It's not like, it's not, when I say it's dangerous, I don't mean like, it's, oh my god, like, it's a war zone over there. No, it's just, it's dangerous because there's so much going on. And you can never predict how people are feeling or what people, what people's mindset is or what people's thought process is. So anybody at any time could just snap and just, they have to gun on them. They don't give a they don't give a f of what who who's who's there who's around you know they're just gonna target whoever they want or they just well like you were saying with a car like a truck maybe texting driving not paying attention just running over people or just doing it because you don't care yeah. um yeah that's why so I don't go out I'm like if I go out I'm like here there's nothing to eat and home and that's it and it's just like once in a blue moon that I do it but um. Let's see. Uh, we got some shock faces. People are so angry for absolutely no reason. I definitely agree with that. Um, some people are just so angry. People don't know how to go out and have a good time, which is like let things go. It's like 
And then maybe it's because it's maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the older version of me. But sometimes, like I'm just like people don't like me. I'm like okay. People are saying something about me. All right, I don't care. As long as you don't address me personally about it, then we don't got a problem. Sounds like it's your problem. When you tell me or you confront me on it, then it becomes my problem. Other than that, leave me my peace of mind. I don't want to hear about none of that. Uh, Savannah said, I wish you were all were here. I have crab legs and beer. Oh, God. Crab legs with some melted butter and some garlic <laughs> powder in that butter and just dip it in there and suck that meat right out of that crab. Oh, God. I want... I want some shaking crab now. I invite I invite friends over for dinner and cocktails. Nice. Look at you. I wish we lived closer. I would have been right over there. Get me. I I'm here for the crab legs. I just walk <laughs> away from people. Yes, just walk away from people. Exactly. That's what you gotta do. Someone don't like you. Someone saying something. Good. I'm glad you feel that way. Bye. I'll see you later. <laughs> you know that's what you gotta. That's what you gotta say. Yeah. What about when they don't? What about when they do recognize you? What do you mean when they do recognize me? Like if I'm out and people recognize me? Um, well, apparently people don't recognize me at all. I was at the polling booth sitting right next to my poster and a guy gave me a, ca a card telling me to give it to Yvonne. So apparently people don't recognize <laughs> me. So <laughs> I swear, I think I look like my picture. It's not photoshopped at all. I just smiled. I took it myself. Actually, it's not even, you know what it is? I am so like, because when I first started, do not. What about when people do not recognize you? Oh, yeah, people don't recognize me. But um, something people told me is like, oh, you got to get a photographer to take pictures of you. Uh-uh. I took my ring light. I put that shit in a portable charger. I went right up to the park. <laughs> I had the extension. I took my own picture. Bam, this is going to be my campaign picture. That's it. Listen, I did. I have a professional camera. I got <laughs> I have a professional camera, don't worry. <laughs> nah, it's like, everybody's like, you got to spend money on this, you got to spend money on that. I'm like, what? I got a Free phone with a light. I got a, I got a phone with a light. Let's go. Somebody. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Michelle, have you followed Kylie, uh, is it Kylie Reynolds Rodney case? Kaylee Rodney. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Let me see. Let's see. All right. Quickly, because we got to go. It's getting late. Rodney. I know. I'm to see this Pinocchio movie. Make sure everybody stays up watching. <laughs> yes. So, really quick. Uh, Kylie, uh, celebration of life of life schedule for 16-year-old Kylie Rodney. What happened? I guess a 16-year-old died. So... The teen who was found found last month in a Truckee area lake weeks after gone missing. Aw. That's sad. Yeah, 16-year-old. Imagine being... Imagine the family and finding your 16-year-old daughter somewhere. God, honestly, like... I don't like saying bad... Like, talking bad or saying anything because it all depends on who on how you raise your kids. But today at work, I heard something that was going on. And I'm just like, oh, God, I don't want to have any daughters. <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, it's scary because it's like, oh, I don't know. Like, 
it's I don't know, it's scary. But I, I I know it all depends on how you raise your kids. But it's just like it's just still scary because kids follow other kids and kids are influenced by other like teenagers. So it's like it's like your voice fighting against five of her teenage friends is like she's gonna want to be cool and do like. Yeah. what her friends are doing so it's like it's just so scary when they told me at work what was going on i'm like god please don't let my first child be your daughter <laughs> god please it's if it is if it is i'm you know what but like i said it also depends on the parents you know maybe her dad is not around maybe her mom is not around the teacher but if i do have a daughter man i'm gonna be like hey best friend what do you want to do <laughs> hey bestie Dad, stop calling me. You want to go to the movies? <laughs> you want to go shopping? <laughs> huh? <laughs> oh, no. She's going to be like, I'm hanging with my friends. Leave me alone. <laughs> I am your friend. I'm trying to be your friend. Don't listen to them. I'm more fun. Let's go to the movies. Yeah, no. It's super sad. Um, So I have my license in, com in cosmetology. And when I was in cosmetology school, probably back in... I'm going to say either 2017 and 2018, um, there was clients that walked in and she had a daughter with her and um, her daughter literally like a couple days was a couple days of being rescued from a sex ring, sex ring, Warwick. And that's where our school was. We were in Warwick, Rhode Island, and we were scared to leave the, the building. We were like, wow, like the sex ring is here. And like, we have someone here telling us like, yeah, she got abducted. She was 17, 16 years old. She got abducted from going uh, from Providence. I mean, from her prom. And they shaved her head off. So that way nobody can recognize who she is at all. And oh. she's like hidden away with these strangers. And it's, it's sad. It's, and when it's, stories that someone's telling you that it's like from your from your state is like wow like we're so close to it and it's like yeah. it's crazy we gotta be we gotta be careful when uh savannah says uh they take boys for sex trafficking they do they yeah, take they boys do. they take girls they take anybody that's vulnerable down the street we talked about it in one of the episodes down the street from my house a guy was off offering somebody candy to try to get in their truck it's like Wow, it's just so crazy how close to home things are getting. And that's why it's like, it's getting bad. Like, we need community safety and we need school safety. We need, it's just, things are just getting out of hand. But we're going to move on quick because I know um, it's getting late and we want to get this last thing in. Because um, I, I, it kind of like was sentimental. But um, in relationships. So, um, so a dad told his wife that she comes second to her daughter to his daughter you get it yes so um so the yeah so so the so the so the dad tells the, his new wife that his daughter comes before her how do you guys feel about relationships being that way so honestly like being in the situation myself, like the first relationship that I am that he has a daughter, I think it should be that way. Like you have to be there for your daughter. Like you're, this is someone, this is 
this is your child that you're raising in this world. This is your child that you got to make sure that she does what she needs to do in this world, making sure that she's safe in this world. Like, of course, your attention should thrive to be towards your daughter. There's always going to be that time that you give attention to your girlfriend and relationship and all this stuff. But like having a daughter, she needs you. She needs you to teach her right from wrong. She needs you to teach her that life is not fair. She needs you to teach her that there's people out there that are not so good that you can't give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, this is someone that, she, like, she needs him. You know, being a, being a wife or a girlfriend or stuff like that, like, you already know right from wrong. Your father, your own father already taught you. And if even if you didn't have a father that taught you right from wrong, like, you're grown enough to understand what right from wrong is. But here's this child that's like, okay, she needs you. So it's like, it should be understandable. Like, you know, like there is a place where you have this relationship with your kids and there's also a place where you have a relationship with your significant other. You know, like you give 100% to both relationships, no matter who it is or what it is and stuff like that. So I, I feel like, I feel like it's more important to make sure that your daughter is good and safe at all times. Exactly, and it goes back to <clears throat> basically what we were saying. A lot of these situations that kids put themselves in is because of lack of attention from their parents and, like, building that relationship with them, like, teaching them what's right and wrong. You know, like, you're too focused on your new partner or your new relationship that you have a daughter or a son that's out doing stuff and you don't have that relationship to them where you know what's going on, you know? And then they start doing some stuff and you're like, in, and you regret it. And it's like... You know your kids should come first before any new relationship. Your your kids, your kid, you you are all your kids have. You know, yeah. you know you're you're to them you're their first love. To them you're the person that's supposed to guide them. You're their new you're their you're the provider. You gave them food. They look at you for these things, and it's just it's just very sad. And like this, like it like it gets very close for me. But it's like like your kids need you. Like, the one thing, the only person in your life that's ever going to stick by you for your whole life is going to be your kids. Partners, new relationships, they'll come and go. You know, that's why I'm always, I'm also one of those people that don't believe in getting somebody's name tattooed on you. You know, unless it's your kids. Because your kids will always be your kids no matter what. They can move, they can get married, they can move out of state, they can go to another country. But no matter where you go, that child is your child and that is your blood. You break yeah. up with somebody, that person can get find another another person, and you were you were yesterday's news. So don't don't do not give your do not stop giving your kids attention because you have another person. Let that person know, like, yeah, I love you, but my kids come first. You brought yeah. your child into this world. They didn't ask to be brought into this world. You brought them here. Yep. So I I feel like um they would always they should always come first. Like obviously they're the ones that need to be guided through life they're the ones that need advice they're the ones that need your help like like you need to make sure that they're straight in life you know yeah and and even if it was your kid's mom whether you're you know you guys both created this child like it's the child comes first no matter what yep it should so <clears throat> so i'll read a little bit about them real quick so a father took to popular subreddit and wrote an article, I guess, called Am I an A-hole? To gain opinions on his dilemma, 
which received over 5,000 votes on his post. Um, so he wrote, he explains that his daughter, 14 years old, is a is the child of his previous marriage, previous marriage, which is still an open wound for her. Now he is married with his current wife, Isla, who is getting along with his daughter. Together they go out, cook, and watch TV, which is what you expect to do with a new relationship and stuff like that. Despite their budding, budding relationship, the daughter did not view Isla as a mom, he wrote. And the harsh part of parenting are left to the dad by his by his choice. Which, yeah, as a stepmom, you can't expect them to look at you as a mom. You can't be you can't be that child's replacement. You can be that child's an, another role model for that child, but you can never go into a relationship and be like, "Oh, I'm your dad now." Like, no, like you're not yeah. the dad. You know, like you're a new role model influence. You're trying to be part of that relationship. You always have to remember is that. That person's relationship first is with their child. You're trying to involve yourself in that relationship. So you can't go in there and expect, oh, I'm your mom now or I'm your dad now. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. So what it, what ended up happening was that um, his daughter's birthday was coming up and it was a quinceañera. So the daughter was very excited about having like a big party with with <clears throat> the dad, the stepmom, her real mom, and that part of the family. But I guess the stepmom didn't want to have a big party. She wanted to just be them without the girl's real mother, without the real girl's mother involved. And it's like, you did not give birth to them. How are you going to decide who, what kind of party she's going to have? And you don't want to have, you don't want to have her real mother in that part, in that thing. It's like, you're asking for it. It's like, there's something wrong with you in that situation. It's like, how are you going to say, no, no, we're going to have a small party between us. It's like, you can't say that to a child. Yeah, and her real mom me, can be there. Go ahead, sorry. Definitely, like me coming from a family where it's like my mom and my dad got divorced, I got a stepmom, and you know, you grow a relationship with your stepmom and stuff like that. Like, this is a keynote or anything in your life where you're proud, like you're happy that you're celebrating. You want everybody to be there. You want your mom to be there. You want your dad to be there. You want your stepmom to be there. You want your mom's, your stepmom's kids to be there, which is now your brothers and sisters. Like you want everybody to be there at the same time. So it's like, who are you to make that judgment? That's like, okay, like, no, she can't have a, a, a party because I don't want her real mom to be there. Like, no, you should be like, I want to make you happy as a person. Like, you know, you are my, you are my partner's daughter. You are my partner's son. I want you to be happy and be content and be comfortable in your own skin and at your own house. So it's like, I'm going to try to make sure that you're comfortable, you know, type of deal. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like, I don't feel like she should have said that, you know, like you can't have your real mom there. And like, no, yeah. sorry. So she said she was telling the um she was saying that the daughter was acting very bratty like she was acting like a brat. So the the father stepped in. The dad said that the the mom the new wife she was never welcome to insult his daughter because of her issues, and that is she she is not the mother of the child. And the more that she tried to replace her mom, the more the daughter was gonna resent her resent her, which is true. The more you try to replace. The person's real mom. You shouldn't have to try to replace her. The more you're gonna push the relationship away. She's not gonna want to be near you because you're trying to you're trying to be her mom when you're not her mom. So, um, uh, really quick. So I'm not gonna read the whole quote. So basically, at the end of this, the uh, the mom left the dad because of it. So the mom left and never spoke to the dad again because of the situation. The mom 
or the, the stepmom. The, the stepmom. So the wife left the dad because of the situation and never spoke to him again. That's because she couldn't see what truly mattered. And what truly mattered was the feelings of the child and the feeling and the child's comfortability, the child wanting to have their other mom. So it, that sucks. So <laughs> at the end of the day, she should have never been a stepmom. <laughs> First of all, it was her loss. Because honestly, if 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 you're with a partner, if you're with somebody and you see, honestly, something that should attract you to a person is the way they treat their kids. Because if they treat their kids well, you should be like, wow, like this, like this person would be a good father or this person would be a good mother to my children. You know, I know that's not my child, but it's like that's quality that you look in that person. She should have been like, wow, like he loves his daughter so much. I'm glad I'm married to this man. You know, like I would definitely have his kids because I know that this is he's, this is how he's gonna treat our kids. But the fact that you're getting jealous and be like, "Oh no, you gotta put me first. Nah, that it don't work that way. If anything, if anything, it's her loss. Her loss because she she left a good man, a good man that put his kids first. Because if you if you were gonna have kids with this man, he would have definitely put your kids first, and that should have been something that you should have been secure about and be like, "Wow, like you know, like if something happens to me, I know he got my kids. Yep. You know, but her lost." Bye, see you later. We don't need you. They don't need you in their life either. So, I mean, I don't know you. I don't know the situation. But if that's your mentality, then see you later. <laughs> Peace. So, um, yeah. That's that. It is 9.22. I know it's getting late. You want to play a game or you just want to say? Well, yeah. Say I I yeah. We're gonna, say, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stay peace because it's already nine thirty. We went out too long. We'll play a game with you guys next week. Maybe we'll play two games. Maybe we'll play one in the beginning and maybe one at the end, and we'll we'll talk less just so we make it a little bit more fun. But um, but yeah, no, great topics. We just I want I I definitely want to talk about that last one because I feel like it's something that happens nowadays. I see it a lot, especially working in the community where, um, a lot of these kids have behavioral issues, but it's because of that because of the lack of affection they're getting from home. So always put your kids first. One day. What up, Eric? Our boy Eric. Our boy Eric is on. Michelle, you know Eric, right? Yeah, you yes. know Eric. Yeah. His son had a birthday. Yo, talking about. talking. All right. Now that we're talking about this, I got to put my boy on blast. Talking about good parenting and putting your kids first. My boy Eric is a good example of that. Eric, this, this conversation won't be good for you. But, um. Yeah, no, we're talking about parents putting the kids first, and we, I, we, that's very important. And you're a great role model on how to be a father to a child. Marcelo, lo- yeah, sorry, your son loves you. Yeah, yeah. Your son loves you, and uh, yeah. Sorry, I was reading his comment. He said Nietzsche here. <laughs> that's his rap name. Uh, but yeah, no, the way, the way, bro, the way you love your 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 son is an inspiration and is admirable. Just like Michelle, both of you guys are great parents, and um. Hopefully one day when I be parents, I can uh, live up to how you guys are with your kids. But with that being said, it's getting late. Michelle want to watch Pinocchio. I watched it. Definitely, if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. If you haven't seen the trailer for Little Mermaid, definitely check it out. It's a teaser. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, anything you want to say, Michelle, before we go? Oh, it was great. Catching <laughs> up. Yes. Uh, it was great. Michelle's tan. Enjoy while she's tan. Because you know it's getting <laughs> cold out. So our tans are going to go away. I'm going to start looking lighter and lighter as we get closer to the winter time. But, you know, that's why there's tanning booths. But check us out on uh, Facebook, 
Instagram, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, every podcast platform out there. Tune in with us next week. We'll catch you, and we'll see you later. Peace. Bye.